Welcome to Action Chapel International. We are one church in many locations worldwide. We are so excited that you took the time to join us today to feed on God's word and to enrich your spirit. We know that your life will never be the same. Now please join us for this powerful message. before heaven and earth on authority in the name of the Lord Jesus that the lines has fallen for me and everyone that concerns me on pleasant places and I have a goodly heritage say I declare furthermore that the Lord forgiveth all my iniquities. He healeth all my diseases. He crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. So that my youth is renewed like the eagles. <coughs> he satisfies my mouth with good things. <coughs> Amen. So yeah, I declare as it is written. I am he that blots out your transgressions and will not remember your sins. Plead together with me. Declare thou what I have said, that thou mightest be justified. Say in the name of Jesus, we override every distraction quench fiery darts intercept the adversary let the holy spirit have it as we put our hands together we give him praise amen you may be seated in heavenly places we are still on the subject developing the human spirit or developing your spiritual man or exercising your spiritual man, uh, we, are, we are going to look at uh, the place of praying in the spirit, what praying in the spirit does, and we'll be looking at the inward witness, the inward witness as we look at the place of praying in the spirit or praying in tongues. So I need to establish some few things quickly in our key scripture or foundational scripture for today is Romans the 8th chapter and the 14th verse the Bible says for as many as are led by the Spirit of God underline the Spirit of God they are the sons of God when he says the sons of God that includes the daughters of God so as many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God so please keep that in mind it's very important for everyone to appreciate and understand this thing or this fact that it is unscriptural to be led or to be directed by a prophet or prophets, apostles, teachers, evangelists or pastors. It is unscriptural. Under the New Testament, we are not led by prophets. We are not guided by 
prophets or apostles, teachers, evangelists or pastors, uh, bishops or archbishops. Under the New Testament, we are led by the Holy Spirit. Now, under the Old Testament, we were guided by prophets under the Old Testament. One of the reasons was because under the Old Testament, nobody under the Old Testament was born again. Old Testament believers were not born again. New Testament believers are born again. Number three, under the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit did not dwell in them. He did not dwell in them. So he could not guide them. The Holy Spirit came on three categories of persons or office in the Old Testament. Number one, the Holy Spirit came upon the prophets to anoint them to stand in that office. Two, it came upon kings. Three, it came upon the priests. These were the three people the Holy Spirit came upon them to anoint them to execute or to perform their duties. Now, we are not under the Old Testament. We are under the New Testament. The job description of a prophet in the Old Testament is different from the job description of a prophet in the New Testament. So it's very, very important for you to have this fundamental truth and understanding that under the New Testament, it is unscriptural for any believer, no matter who you are, to be led or directed by a prophet, an apostle, your pastor, your teacher, or an evangelist. It is not biblical, it's unscriptural. So please keep that in mind. Now, how are we guided and how are we led or directed under the New Testament? We are led, directed by the Holy Spirit or by the Spirit of God. How does the Spirit of God lead or guide the believer under the New Testament through the spirit of the believer, not through the emotions, not through the mind, not through the soul or the body. It's through our inner man or the inward man or the hidden man of the heart, through our spirit, not through our soul. God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Romans 1.9. The Bible said that God is my witness whom I serve, whom I serve faithfully or whom I serve with my spirit. He's my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son Jesus Christ without ceasing making, always mention of you, etc., etc. in my prayers. So please understand that because if you lack this kind of understanding, you can be misguided and you can be misled. We have all fallen into this trap every now and then. And every now and then, I have prophets, sons and daughters of mine, all across the nations, who always call me with some kind of a revelation. Some of them are very, very good, and some are very, very frightening. And when they call me and they tell me, it's like they expect me to act immediately and I don't do anything about it. There's this particular one. Anytime he calls me, somebody is going to die. And I said, so you, you never see life. All you see is about people going to die, die, die. Why is it like that? You know, and, and, and he can blow my phone till he gets me. 
and he he said i need you to hear i need you to hear he's go and i said charlie let me tell you something you have to change your source you are too negative and sometimes it's not because some of them are dealing with familiar spirit or they are dealing with an evil spirit it's because a lot of them lack understanding of scripture and a lot of them also operate through old testament they are old testament prophets so when you look at things through the old testament if you are not very very careful you will always be walking because the old testament is not is the shadows it's not the real thing the real thing is the new testament so if you are one that is always in old testament old testament old testament old testament you will always see things in the light of the old testament and you can be misled and misguided even though you may have the holy spirit if you just see it under the old testament you can be misled so in the new testament it's very clear that he guides us through our spirit look at proverbs 20 27. the spirit of man is a candle of the lord searching all the inward parts of his heart so the spirit of man is the candle of the lord what does that mean it means that god will illuminate enlighten you and i guide us give us clarity and a sense of direction by the holy spirit in our spirit or by our spirit he guides us through our spirit not through our natural senses i remember when we live in my father's house there was this prophetess that live in the area she was a very very good person i knew her but her understanding of the prophetic was in the light of the old testament and one day she came to me and told me that uh, one of my sisters was going to die and that I have to fast for some number of days and then she gives me some directions and things I must do other than that my sister will die now I didn't hear from the Lord but my spirit was very uncomfortable I was grieved and I had this red light in my spirit I didn't feel the peace of God I was troubled and the witness in my spirit was a red light so I knew that she was off. Now, I didn't question her. I didn't challenge her. Uh, I knew her. She was a very good woman. But I also knew that she read the whole thing and she got it wrong. And so I thanked her, but I did not fast. And I didn't tell my sister to follow the directions she gave. I just prayed and rebuke Satan's intentions and any dead wish uh, against my sister. But I did not fast. I ate. And uh, I did not do anything about it. I left it. And what she said did not happen. And the reason why you have to rebuke these things and block them is most times when the people believe, especially if they have the Spirit of God, but their understanding and knowledge of Scripture is very limited. And they believe that what they have heard or seen is from God. If you just ignore it without blocking it or intercepting it or overriding it because they are dealing with God or because they might be believers or even unbelievers what happens is whatever they have said they expect to see it come to pass 
And that is a negative current or a negative energy that is released, even though it may not be of God. If you don't block it, they will want to see that what they said comes to pass to prove that they are true prophets or prophetess. So you have to watch that. So sometimes you get all these negative prophecies and things. Uh, the other day my wife was saying to me that, when are you going to rest? You have to change your number. And I say, I keep changing it, but they find a way to get your number. They work through people around me. They go through my children. They go through everybody to get a message across to me. And most of the messages are not very healthy. They are all bad messages, negative, fearful, panicking. You see a snake and a dragon with seven horns and uh, fire coming out of their mouth and snow out of their tails. I mean, some big, big, big revelations. And when I hear them, and Rosa will say, how do you deal? I say, you just ignore by blocking it. You just block it. I say, in the name of Jesus, block it. Because if you just ignore it, because even though it may not be of God, because it's been said, the person who declared it wants to also prove that what he or she is saying is true and is of God. So they have an expectation following what they have said. And that is a negative current and a negative force that will try to enforce what they said to come to pass. So if you ignore the voice of the enemy without rebuking or blocking, it's, it's serious. So please understand that God deals with our spirit and guides us by the Holy Spirit through our spirit. And when it comes to our spirit, one of the ways he guides you and I through our spirit is the inner witness, the inner witness. Say the inner witness. Say the inward witness. And the inward witness, this is how he operates. It operates this way. He gives you a red light or a green light. There are times where I've been facing situations, crises, every now and then, from family to church to my pastors to my bishop. I mean, very life-threatening situation. And everything will be looking so fearful in the natural, but I have a green light. I have a witness in the spirit that it should be fine. And so I don't panic. It doesn't matter what's going on outside and in the natural. I haven't heard from the Holy Spirit. I haven't heard a voice. I just have a witness and a green light that is going to be fine. And sometimes things may look so great on the outside, in the natural, but I'm disturbed and troubled in my spirit. I, I have this, I sense a red light, a red light, a red light, a red light, but everything is okay. Everything is fine. But I sense a red light. That gives me an indication that something is not right. Something is not right. And I have to act upon it. And sometimes I will tell Bishop Oboda or Bishop Nyaku, call so so and so for me quickly. Pray for them or tell them to see me. And they come and they look great and everything is fine in the natural. But I know that I'm getting a witness in my spirit that something is wrong. And it's just a matter of time. Something happens. But because we have prayed and followed the lead of the inner witness without hearing a voice, without hearing that says the Lord. We immediately intercept. And sometimes in the New Testament, one of the ways the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us through our spirit and through the office of the prophet is that most times when the prophet says something that you already have a witness about in your spirit, 
then the Holy Spirit is confirming the witness of your spirit. So a prophet will come, like for instance yesterday, I received a prophetic word from one of my sons in North America. And he said some things. Everything he said was true because I had a witness already about it, but I didn't hear any voice. And he confirmed the very things that Holy Spirit had told me. Then he mentioned one particular thing among the many things. And I told him that, son, you are off about this particular thing. And he said, well, Papa, you have to judge this. And I said, I've, ju I've judged it. Everything you said is accurate, but this particular one, you are off. So I'm taking it off the table. And it's not like the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I had a witness about the things he said. And when he called to confirm it. So how do you know if a prophetic message or a prophetic word you get from a prophet, a, a bishop, a pastor, an archbishop, an apostle, a teacher, an evangelist is right or wrong? Follow the inward, inward witness. So this is how you check it. When you hear a prophetic word and immediately you sense a red light, put it aside, ground it. When you hear a prophetic word and you sense a green light, it's a confirmation, it's a confirmation. So it means that you have to take a step or do something about it. So please keep that in mind because of time. Come with me to, uh, let's look at some few scriptures quickly. Uh, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. We want to look at verse 2 quickly, verse 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. So, when you speak in tongues, and please uh, write this down, it's important. And it's very, very, very critical. Uh, you can have an inner witness. If you are not baptized in the spirit, and you don't speak in tongues, you can still have an inner witness. If your spirit is born again, you have a measure of the Holy Spirit, but you are not full with the Holy Spirit. You speak in tongues when you are full of the Spirit to the point of the overflow. So keep that in mind. And speaking in tongues is the key to unlock the supernatural. So you cannot operate in any of the gifts of the Spirit the revelational gifts, the vocal gifts, the power gifts, you cannot operate in any of them if you don't speak in tongues. Because it is the speaking in tongues that unlocks the gifts of the Spirit. So keep that in mind. For instance, I've met people very, very gifted, very sharp in the prophetic. So I asked them, where were you baptized in the Holy Spirit? And these manifestations, when did it begin? And they'll tell me that, oh, I was born with it. I was born with it. I started seeing when I was a kid. Just there, the red flag goes up in my spirit. Because there is no way you can operate in any of the gifts of the spirit without being baptized in the Holy Spirit and without speaking in other tongues. But if your spirit is born again, you have a measure of the spirit. And so your spirit is awake. And so the Holy Spirit can still speak to your spirit by giving you an inner, an inward witness as a child of God. But you can't operate in any of the gifts of the spirit unless you are fully baptized 
in the spirit and praying in other tongues. So when people tell me, oh, I was born with a gift and I've always had it since I was born, immediately I become suspicious because it's not biblical. There's no way you can operate in the spirit of the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit from birth or from childhood. It does not happen. Nobody comes from their mother's womb with any of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So please keep that in mind. Those are all unnecessary spirituality. And sometimes people don't mean bad. I have to tell you because I've dealt with some very, very genuine people. They don't mean bad. They don't mean evil. But it's just that their understanding of Scripture is Old Testament. And then also they are limited in their understanding about how these things work. So I'm not telling you to go attacking people and fighting people. I just want you to have understanding so you will not walk in misunderstanding. Amen. Come with me to 1 Corinthians. Uh, chapter 4, verse 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. So, whenever you want to build yourself up, you need to understand that one of the key and major ways God has provided for you and I to build ourselves up, the word edify means to build up, so if you want to build up your spirit man, one of the ways to build up your spirit man is to learn how to speak in tongues, in tongues. Because the Bible said on the day of Pentecost, they spoke in other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. Now the utterance was not given to their soul. It wasn't given to their natural senses. The utterance was given to their spirit man and their spirit man began to pray in tongues. So when I pray in tongues, it's not my soul or my senses speaking, it's my spirit speaking in tongues. So when you speak in tongues, it's not the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. Because there are people who think that when you speak in tongues, it's the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. And they make the thing very, very fearful and very, very and very, very Hey, the Holy Spirit is speaking. The Holy Spirit is speaking. Hey, listen, my children, my children, the Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. When you speak in tongues, it's not the Holy Spirit speaking. It's your spirit speaking. How is my spirit speaking? The Holy Spirit gives my spirit utterance to begin to reveal. It's a spiritual language where I have access. It's a direct line where I speak by the utterance given by the Holy Spirit to reveal mysteries to God which go past my natural senses, things that my natural mind cannot comprehend that the Spirit makes known to God and through that revelation and understanding comes back for me to appreciate what's going on around me. So please keep that in mind. Amen. 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 Oh, uh, go, go to 1 Corinthians 14, 14, 14 to 15, quickly. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. When I do what? When I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. He didn't say my soul prays. He didn't say my mind prays. He didn't say my flesh prays. He didn't say my will prays. He didn't say the Holy Spirit prays. He said who prays? My spirit prays praise go ahead but my understanding is unfruitful you see so your mind has nothing to do with the tongues so we don't mimic tongues when i pray in tongues i am not pre 
meditating it. I don't pray in tongues by thinking about what I'm going to say. It's bubbling in my spirit. It's a language of the spirit. My mind can appreciate what I'm saying. My mind is unfruitful. These go beyond the natural senses. And that is where our problem is. We want to decode everything you can't decode spiritual things with your natural capabilities or abilities the bible said he that is spiritual judges all things spiritually not he that is spiritual judges all things with his natural senses that's why when it comes to walking in the spirit or walking with god is an act of faith it's not an act of your senses or intelligence it's an act of faith. You either believe or you don't believe. There's no middle ground. Go ahead. What is it then? I will pray with, my, with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. You see? Go ahead. I will sing with the spirit uh -huh. and I will sing with the understanding also. You see, so it's very clear here. He said, I will pray with the spirit. Now this spirit is not the Holy Spirit. It's your human spirit. So when you pray in tongues, it's not the Holy Spirit speaking, it's your spirit speaking, but it's the Holy Spirit that enables your spirit because he's born again to speak in tongues. Then he said, I will sing in the spirit. What does it mean to sing in the spirit? He makes all things beautiful in his time. Lord, please show me every day as you teach in me your ways that you do just what you say in your time. That is praying, that is singing with my understanding. Then singing with the spirit is singing with other tongues that is what it is so when you sing in the spirit it's not the holy ghost singing it's your spirit singing but the holy spirit enables your spirit to sing amen quickly let's let's run through some scriptures fast and let's look at colossians 4 2 colossians 4 2 continue in prayer mm -hmm. and watch in the same with thanksgiving continue in prayer Continue. So there are different types and kinds of prayer. Let's look at some of the different kinds and kinds of prayer. Ephesians 6, 18. Ephesians Pray 6. always with uh -huh. all prayer. Pray what? Always uh -huh. with all prayer. The New, with, Can, the new International says, uh -huh. and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers. You see, praying in the Spirit. What does it mean to pray in the Spirit? Praying in other tongues. Paul said the other day, I thank God that I pray in tongues more than you all. That is the, the, the scholar, the lawyer. 
standing at the feet of Gamaliel, brilliant guy. And he said, even though I have all these intellectual capabilities, yet I pray in the spirit or with my spirit more than you all. So what does that mean? I pray in the spirit, not every now and then. I pray in the spirit all the time. Because sometimes I can be in a place. I can be in a place sometimes, or sometimes I'm flying and everything is okay. The flight is stable, everything is okay. And then suddenly I feel this discomfort and I begin to have an inner witness in my spirit and I sense a red light. Then immediately I begin to pray in the spirit. I begin to pray in the spirit. I begin to pray in the spirit. And as I pray in the spirit, then I begin to sense exactly what's going on. And then I begin to pray with my understanding. And then the spirit gives me utterance and gives me a particular scripture. A particular scripture. And then I enforce that scripture. Not long from there, we, we, we fall into some turbulence. Strong winds, contrary winds. And the planes begin to shake and then everybody has to sit down and the captain say, I'm sorry, we're going through some turbulence, we'll be fine. But before then, I've already sensed in my spirit that something is off. And I begin to deal with it, I begin to deal with it. And sometimes I pray and pray and pray and then I sense the witness, green light and peace. And as soon as I sense the green light and peace, I stop praying and I give praise and I go to sleep because I know it's done, it's taken care of. I didn't hear a voice, the Holy Spirit didn't speak to me, I didn't get any prophetic message, it wasn't word of wisdom, word of knowledge, descending of spirit, but I have the inner witness. And what is that? I feel this green light and peace that it's good, we are fine, everything is gonna be okay. So don't even worry about it, relax, go to sleep. If we don't develop the spirit of man and if we don't understand how God guides and leads us in the New Testament we will become victims of deception and manipulation and certain individuals gifted among us will become so powerful and so important to our own head so we got to be very careful because I've made a lot of mistakes in the past with these prophetic gifts and we need to be very, very careful because sometimes you can be pressured with all kinds of messages coming left and right every day, every season, and you can, it can overwhelm you that if you are not careful, you will ignore the Holy Spirit and you will ignore your human spirit. And it doesn't matter what your spirit tells you, you will ignore it and you will always need a human being who calls themselves a prophet or an apostle or an evangelist or a teacher uh, to be your guide and it is not scripture for anyone in the fivefold ministry gifts uh, in the fivefold ministry gifts to be your guide is the holy spirit that is our guide under the law of the new testament the holy spirit is our guide go ahead please bishop so pray in the spirit at all okay on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. So please re realize that praying in the spirit is speaking in tongues. So if you're a believer and you're having doubt with your tongues, the enemy is messing with you. I don't doubt my tongues. It doesn't matter how it sounds. I don't doubt it. I speak in different types and kinds of tongues depending on the hours I pray in the spirit. 
I change gears and I don't change the gears by my own will. The spirit gives me utterance and sometimes I speak some very strange languages and sometimes I know a particular language I'm speaking is a, is a tongue that is, is, is bringing judgment to, to, to the powers of darkness. I, I know those tongues of judgment and I know those tongues of war that when I begin to pray in those tongues, I know that my spirit is declaring war by the Holy Spirit on the forces of evil. I know it. Uh, but that comes by working with him and, and having uh, experienced him over the years and the decades. Go ahead. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Okay, go ahead. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So, for all the Lord's people. So most times when we pray with the Spirit or in the Spirit, we intercede for believers without even knowing it. Because we become an, a channel, a vehicle, an instrument, a weapon in the hands of God that the Holy Spirit will give our spirit man utterance and enable our spirit to pray and intercede, not just for ourselves, for our families and our loved ones, but to pray uh, even for the entire body of Christ. So it's a great thing to pray in the spirit. Then he talks about praying with all kinds of prayers. Now there is the prayer of faith. There's a prayer of intercession. There are warfare prayers. There's a prayer of thanksgiving, a prayer of supplication. There are different kinds and type of prayers. And these prayers are all done by the spirit, through the spirit, as we pray in the spirit. He, gives us insight and direction. Uh, come with me to John, the 14th chapter. John 14, look at the 16th verse. Uh, I believe the 16th verse and then the 26th verse, quickly. Mm -hmm. And I pray the Father, and sorry, and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. So watch this. Under the Old Testament, the Spirit came upon them and departed but in the new testament he abides with us forever and not just with us there are three dimensions he's on us he's with us he's within us and then he said i will pray the father to give you another comforter he didn't say another prophet or another apostle or another teacher or another evangelist or another pastor he said another comforter so the holy spirit is our comforter and this word comforter, if you look at it from the Greek, it really means a guide. It means a guide. It means a counselor. A guide and a counselor. He will counsel you. He will guide you. That is the job of the comforter. Look at 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. whom the Father will send in my name, mm -hmm. he shall teach you all things uh -huh. and bring all things to your remembrance, uh -huh. whatsoever I have said unto you. Uh -huh. He will teach you all things, bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said to you. Go to the 16th chapter, look at the 13th verse. Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, mm -hmm. he will guide you into all truth. You see, he will guide you into all truth. What does that mean? So that when we study the bible or the scriptures because he is the spirit of truth he guides us into the scriptures it is his job and responsibility to guide you and i into the scriptures many years ago there was a situation in this country 
And uh, there was a heavy, heavy conspiracy that came against the church. And a decision was taken by parliament, and it was called Law 221 to close down churches. And they called that in those days, we didn't have buildings and were very young. And they called that mushroom churches. And the conspiracy was strong. And I said to the Lord, uh, do you want me to leave this country and go somewhere else? He said, no. He said, you stay, stand your ground. And I said, what do I do? And as I prayed in the spirit, I declared a 21 days fast. We were then at a trade fair. And the Lord said, enforce Psalm 55 verse 9. Enforce it three times a day and there shall be a performance. So I began to declare and told the church, everybody pray with Psalm 55 three times a day. Destroy, 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 O man of war. Rise to the cause and defense of your people and of your name. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues. Destroy, O man of war. Destroy, divide their tongues. I prayed it. I prayed it for 21 days. I prayed it in the morning, in the afternoon. Every day, I prayed it. What was going on? The Holy Spirit led me to what was necessary to combat or to raise a counter attack on the enemy's attack. So when he said he will guide you or lead you into all truths, he takes us into the scriptures because you see the word of God is, is a ballistic missile. It's powerful that intercontinental ballistic missile, but the word doesn't operate on its own. You and I have to enforce it. How do we enforce it? It is when we proclaim what is written. It is when we declare what is written, then it gives heaven authorization to act upon what has been declared. So until somebody speaks, until somebody declares what is written, it doesn't work on its own. And that is the danger of our work with God. When we just read the word and we don't understand that it's not about reading it, but it's about practicing it. And how do you practice it? When you give a voice to what he said, when you declare what he said. I've been declaring Psalm 16 and verse 6 for some time now. The lines are falling for me and my house. Hey, and my nation in pleasant places. And I have a goodly, a goodly heritage. I have it. I have it. So it doesn't matter how things look in the natural. I declare the lines are falling for me and this house and my people onto pleasant places. And we have a goodly heritage. What am I doing? I'm activating the promise. I'm activating heaven. I'm placing demands on God to do what? To perform his word. There shall be a performance. He said, he said something. He said, because you have well seen I will hasten my word to perform. So God doesn't perform the word until somebody believes. And the physical manifestation of your belief is to speak what is written. Because if you don't say it, you don't believe it. And God doesn't perform what is written until somebody says. Look at Isaiah 43. Look at Isaiah 43, 25 and 26. Isaiah 43, 25 and 26. Yeah. 25 and 26. I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for my own sake. He said, I do it for my sake. I will blot out that hidden sin and transgression of yours 
for my sake. He leadeth me beside the still waters and the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So he said, I'm doing it for my name's sake, not because of you. I'm doing it for my name's sake. Go ahead. And will not remember thy sins. He said, I'm not going to remember your sins, so stop remembering it. And anyone who reminds you of your sins is an accuser of the brethren. It doesn't matter who they are, they're working for the devil. Because if God says, I will not remember, then you have no business remembering it. And nobody has any business bringing it up to you. Go ahead. Put me in remembrance. So he said, he said, I have promised and I've told you what I will do. But you got to put me in remembrance. What does putting God in remembrance does? It silences the accuser. Because the job of the accuser is to always bring up your past and your wrongdoings. So you have to keep on bringing it up by reminding God. He said, put me in remembrance. What are you putting in remembrance? You said, I, even I, I am he that blotted out your transgressions. And I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. So when you say, Lord, you promised. You said you are he that blotted out my transgressions. And you will not remember it. The enemy is bringing up my past. The more you remind God of what he has promised, you silence the voice of the accuser. Go ahead. Let us plead together. He said, let he us. He said, let us plead together. Declare bring, thou. Bring, bring your plea before me. Go ahead. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. He said, you have to declare what I've said. That is the only way you can be justified and be free. If you don't declare what I've said, Satan will hold you in contempt. So declare what I've said and you are justified. This is how it works. We have to practice our faith. We have to practice the word of God. Because if we don't practice the word of God, we, we are fooling ourselves. Let us not be hearers of the word only, but doers of the word. Elundu lawa hakins, oh sadila kahapas, poratukus to kadi antifan to sakulukris in ant, elei to kalu takanda zivelianto sokodula gadivasun, ei kadum wananda sukadima handa lukasita. That is not the Holy Spirit praying, it's my spirit praying. How be it when the Spirit is he will guide you to all truth so who is our guide prophet apostles evangelists teachers pastors no the holy spirit is our guide it is dangerous for us to take the place of the holy spirit people who try to be our guide are competing with the holy spirit it's very dangerous nobody must be the guide of any believer it is the Holy Spirit that guides us. But sometimes we are so lazy and ignorant that we prefer having men to guide us instead of the Holy Spirit guiding us. And the Holy Spirit will guide us through our spirit man. One of my spiritual daughters last week was going somewhere and she kept having a red light, red light. Don't go, don't go, don't go. Several times. And it was very important that she goes to do this particular thing now she didn't know i was just there praying with the guys and i just mentioned i just mentioned her name and i said to bishop Nyaku and to bishop david i said pray for so so and so pray for so so and so pray for so so and so now the holy spirit didn't tell me anything i didn't hear anything i just 
felt her in the spirit. I felt her in the spirit. And it came to me that she needed to be prayed for. And I've already spoken to her. I've spoken to her a few hours before. And I didn't feel anything. I didn't sense anything. I did not see a vision. I didn't see a revelation. I didn't see anything. I just felt pray for her. So we did. And she said that she kept having the prompting in her spirit. A green light. Don't go. Don't go. Then you know what the enemy did? The enemy manipulated the experience. And she said, you know what? God has not given me the spirit of fear. The devil is trying to put fear in me not to go. So I'm going to go anyway. So she left. Few minutes after she left, the weather just changed. There was a storm. It started raining heavily. And it's like everything's happened overnight. Suddenly, where she was, the road flooded and the waters rose to the point of the, of the, of the door, to the level of the door. And then a tree just fell at the front of her car. Then the electrical poles started falling all over the place and lightnings and she couldn't see. It was like saying the place was dark. She couldn't see. So she took her phone and when she turned on her phone, it was on the news that nobody should go out. Everybody stay indoors. Nobody goes out. Stay where you are. There's a storm coming. And it was mentioned about the specific area where she was that there was going to be a storm in that area and it is coming at this time and she stepped out at the right time when the storm was predicted to come now the holy spirit didn't come an angel didn't appear a prophet didn't call her a bishop didn't call her, a pastor didn't call but the inner witness was giving her indication there was a red light in her spirit don't go out stay indoors don't go out and she went out but for god it would have been a funeral There was no way she would have made it under that circumstances. The whole place was flooded and God just provided a narrow and a supernatural escape. She saw some cars going through the bush area, some, some road out of the main road and so she followed them, went in there and then find her way back to the main road on another side that the waters haven't gotten there yet and she said she couldn't she couldn't go back because there were trees behind and the electrical post was on the highway had fallen on the street and before her was a big tree that fell and the wind it was windy everything was bad but she didn't hear from the holy spirit no prophet called her uh, no bishop or archbishop called but she had an indication in the spirit. And I want to say this to all of you. All of you are guided each day. But you're not listening. You're not listening. You are used to hearing a voice. You are used to some uh, man of God or prophet or papa. Or some, some evangelist or some prophetess calling you and telling you what the Lord is saying. But the Lord is speaking through your spirit. And most times some of you say, something told me. Something said, something is not something, is your spirit. It's the Holy Spirit guiding you through your spirit. Keep that in mind. Amen. For he shall not speak of himself, mm -hmm. but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Advanced knowledge. He will show you things to come. 
show you things to come through your spirit through dreams through visions through revelations and he can also use the prophets every now and then to reveal things to come but they confirm what already the spirit has revealed to you or you already have a witness over so when the prophets come and speak a word and he confirms the witness you have already then you know that God is confirming something because the Bible says at the word of two and three witnesses every word is established and so there are people who marry because a prophet says this is your wife or a prophet says this is your husband or a bishop or a man of God or a woman of God says I had a dream or, or, or the Spirit said, I should tell you this is your wife and this is your husband. That is not done under the New Testament. Under the New Testament, we don't have the right to, to tell people who they should marry. And, 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 and so many people have been misled and misguided by following the lead of spiritual men or spiritual women, not just prophets. There are a lot of people who may not be prophets in the church who are very spiritual people and they go around giving people revelations and say this is your husband and this is your wife or the Lord says this or the Lord says that and people just follow it without having a confirmation and without checking all of us have the right to judge prophecy it doesn't matter who prophesy it doesn't matter I can come with a prophecy to you you have the right to judge the prophecy because you see every one of us are subject to scripture Whatever anybody fights scripture or if anybody opposes what I'm saying that the Holy Spirit is our guide and not any fivefold ministry gives that person is in error and that person is setting themselves up for divine judgment I'm telling you none of us are the guide of any believer by the Holy Spirit it doesn't matter how gifted we are none of us has been given the mandate by Jesus or the Father to guide the believer except the Holy Spirit and Jesus made it clear he said I'm sending you another comforter and his name is the Holy Spirit the Spirit of truth so when it, it even comes to understanding scripture it takes the Holy Spirit to guide us in the word because when it comes to praying sometimes I, I pray with my understanding and at the point the Holy Spirit gives me a scripture a word a logos and as I begin to pray that word over and over and over and over and over and over again, I begin to see things happening and things changing. Many years ago, one of the daughters in this church came to see me and she was telling me about a situation she had with a very, very powerful person in those days. Had a lot of money, deep, deep, deep pocket, very well connected. The, the, the president of that time goes to eat in their house and everything very very powerful and had a problem with this lady, one of my daughters in the church and she came to tell me say papa please pray for me things are not looking good and when she told me what it was i said don't 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 bother yourself i said give it time it will turn he said how they are too powerful they have money they have political power access papa these are not small people and i said listen you are exalting and magnifying human beings don't do that don't do it i said it's a matter of time and watch and see you serve god and don't don't be intimidated don't be frightened 
Watch and see what God will do. It was just a matter of time she came to and said, Papa, you won't believe what happened. And when she told me what happened, I said, girl, serve the Lord. God, God, God had invaded their kingdom. Undermined their influence. Terminated the wealth. Brought them to their knees. And she came to tell me that they want to come and see you for prayer. And I said, yeah. As for me, they come to me for prayer when things are bad. But when they are good, they never remember me. When, when everything is okay, I'm, be, I'm their enemy. They don't like me. They critique my messages. They misinterpret whatever I say. And they want to fight me. And then when they are in trouble, they want to come and see me. I said, fine, let them come. And they came, I prayed for them. I don't have the right. I'm, a, I'm like a doctor. You see, you can hate somebody, don't like somebody. And when they are sick and they come to you as a doctor, you must take care of them. It's my work. I will, I will pray for you. That's my job. I have no business and right holding an altar against you. You have a problem, you come to me for prayer, I'll pray for you. It's God who answers the prayer. I may not like you, but I'll still pray for you. And I'll pray for you genuinely. Genuinely. Because I have to do that. It's my job. Amen. So Bishop, where are we? John 16, 13. God will lead us into all truth and he will show us things to come. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's, let me give you one more scripture. Uh, Romans 8, 16. Romans 8, 16. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit. The spirit what? Himself beareth witness with our spirit. Bears witness with our mind? No. With our soul? No, sir. Our emotion? No. And our flesh? No, sir. But with what? Our spirit. But with what? With our spirit. But with what? Our spirit. So our spirit, the spirit of God, bears witness with our spirit that we are what? Children of God. Children of God. Children of God. You're a child of God. And the Holy Spirit will minister to your spirit and not to your mind. Please stop serving God with feelings. Stop serving God with your emotions. Stop serving God with what makes sense. Hear me. I have been in situation. One of, one of our members came to see me. He's a serious tight tear. He rarely helps the church. Very, very good guy. And he might be here right now. And he came to see me. I was traveling. He said, Papa, uh, somebody is threatening to take my office. And I said, how? And he said, the new administration that just came have appointed somebody over me. And the guy said that uh, he's going to fire me and give my office to someone else. But he doesn't even understand the business. He doesn't know the job. I have been in this system for many years. And he was very, very disturbed and very worried. I, I said, pray. Nida. I prayed for him. And I said in the name of Jesus, Father, whoever this individual is, why must he threaten your son? And what value is he? What value is he to your agenda, to your business? His money doesn't come to your church. He doesn't bless your house. He doesn't profit your agenda. And God gave me utterance and I began to plead. You see that word when he said, come, let us plead together. I began to plead like a lawyer sets their case before a judge. I began to plead his cause. And I made a very strong case before God against whoever this guy was.
And I told him, have your peace. It shall be well. So he left. I traveled to America. I was in the house very, very early in the morning. Most of when I travel, I, I turn off my Ghana number and I use other numbers. But this time I didn't turn it off. And the phone rang very early in the morning in America, about five in the morning. And this guy was on the phone and I said, what's wrong, Kofi? He said, Papa, you won't believe what happened. He said that they were in their office and they had a scream in this guy's office. And they ran to the office of the guy. And when they got there, he was on the floor, dead. Dead. I tell you something. Don't mess with children of God. Don't do it. Because an angel of the Lord. Look at Ukahas. Fulandu Wahasik Kurati Santu Fasikata. Lopamita Kun Sitalokus. An angel of the Lord can strike you. I'm telling you. There was a lady that used to fight me a lot some years ago. One of my father's house. She had a lot of money in the church. And she thought she could control me and everybody. And I'm not the kind that you can control. It doesn't matter how much money or power you have. I respect people, I love people, but you can't control me. And she was a lot of problem. And she undermined me and fought me. One time she went to the beauty shop. And while she was doing her hair, she screamed, she fell, she went into coma and died. And after today, nobody knew what happened to her. But I was with Bishop Yaku, who were praying. And the spirit said, I will send an angel to strike her. I've never told anybody but today. So I'll send an angel of the Lord to strike her. And she went to the beauty shop. She was doing her hair, laughing, talking and everything. And suddenly she screamed. She fell, went into coma, died. Listen, I've seen too much that men don't frighten me. I'm telling you. Men don't frighten me. You know, my spiritual father, Ida Hosa, he taught me some keys. And this Bible is loaded. It's very loaded. He had a case. Some of the elders of his church took him to court that the man was too powerful. They wanted to destroy him. So I was in church when he said, if need be, heaven will intervene. When he made that declaration, the judge that was sitting on the case died. Then the lawyer that was prosecuting him had an accident and ended up in a wheelchair. Then they brought a new judge and they brought a new lawyer. The new lawyer had an accident, the new lawyer. Then the second judge had stroke. So, hear me. They appointed, they appointed another judge. And that judge says, I am not touching this case. Take it somewhere else. The third lawyer said to them let's settle this matter let's settle it let's settle this matter that was how the thing was done he said let's settle he was very wise please stand on your feet my time is up i know that you were blessed by that message and we look forward to sharing god's word with you once again 
For more information on this and many other Action Chapel International products and messages, you may visit our Dominion Bookshop located on the premises of Action Chapel, Spintex Road. Or you may call our offices on 030-701-1851. Or you may also visit us online at www.actionchapel.net. Once again, thank you for joining us today. And may your life continue to be changed in God's presence.